Scary Episode Part 2. Here's Jimmy. All right. So we are finishing up the last episode that we did about dairy. Uh, the last one was a bit long. Yeah, a little too long. Very factual. Felt like we did a lot of research on that last one, and we'd like to wrap it up. There's just a lot to talk about with dairy, and um, so we got a little carried away. Yeah, it'll come up throughout other episodes too. But finish it up today. We're gonna talk about my side of dairy and why I don't like to eat dairy for an animal reason. And uh, Jimmy's gonna finish up with a little bit of his points. Okay. Anyway, so last time we were we were talking a lot about I guess every aspect of dairy, but I got into the government stuff a little bit. And I just wanted to finish with one point that was fairly recent. Um, so the government agency that deals with dairy is called the Dairy Management Incorporated. It's a government agency. It gets funded by anyone who wants to donate to it. And I think in 2015, they received about $140 million from dairy producers. Who um, are the dairy producers? Name off uh, some people. People or, or like companies? companies? Like I think yeah. you said last time, like Dole's a huge one. Dan and not Dole. Those are bananas. <laughs> <laughs> Dole, you cool. You cool, Dole. Um, yeah, Dan and um, Crafts. Craft always shows up. Craft's a huge um, one. Craft invented Velveeta. We found out, didn't yeah. we? Yeah. Um, but some of these larger companies that you've heard of that push things like yogurt and cheese and what we've been talking about. Um, so yeah. they know it's in their best inference. Yeah, they know it's in their best interest to have the U.S. government um, supporting them, making them sound like they're a a good quality, healthy food. Lobbying. Oh yeah. Do you know what lobbying is? Again, can we explain what lobbying is? Well, we're both social studies teachers, so why don't you take this one? Lobbying is when you pay someone uh, to support a company and get certain legislations passed. You know where the term lobbying came from? No, tell me. Oh. No, I mean Jimmy. So Congress, our senators and our representatives live in our states because they have to live in their district. So they travel to Washington, D.C. And, you know, initially they – today they kind of have their own apartments there in D.C. But initially um, for years they would just stay in hotels in D.C. So if you were a lobbyer – Where's the best way to nab somebody? out in the lobby. Yeah, you find out where they're staying. You stay in their lobby. They come down a – Congressman, Senator, so um, you have to tell the American people and that cheese is so delicious and good for you. Them to pass laws that favor cheese. Yeah, so it's it's favors. That makes worse. Um, if you didn't know this, our government is intertwined with business fairly deeply. So anyways, the Dairy Management um, Incorporation, which I think it was like the dairy... The, wait, wait, wait. The dairy... Oh. They changed their name to the DMI. I thought you were spelling a D-I-C. No. I was like, are you kidding? DMI. Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyways, last year, last year, 2015, I think they got $140 million from dairy producers. Now, this is from that uh, cheese book that I read, uh, The Cheese Trap. But our government has contracted out with mostly fast food restaurants. Um, so listen to this. So the DMI 
This is a quote from the cheese trap. Um, contracted with Wendy's to push a cheddar lover's bacon cheeseburger. During this promotional period, Wendy's sold 2.25 million pounds of cheese. They worked with Subway to market their chicken cordon bleu and honey pepper melt sandwich, contracted with Pizza Hut to unveil their ultimate cheese pizza with an entire pound of cheese in a single serving. One and, pound of cheese in a serving in a of pizza. Serving. <laughs> and then they worked with Burger King, Taco Bell, um, the same way that movies, bakeries, baseball parks intentionally or not promote cravings of their own. Um, so the government was. And that, that was all a quote from the book. But in general, this part of the book was explaining how the government was trying to help push this cheese craving. Um, I remember used to, I used to see Got Milk commercials. Yes. And, I, and my question would be like, who's milk? Like, yeah. why is there a commercial for There's just milk? milk? Like, <laughs> like, who is milk? Is there a company called Milk? Yeah, well, the um, Dairy Council's milk. Yeah, pushing it through money. the government. Yeah, um, is there a cheese one too? With the milk mustache, the athletes with milk mustaches. Um, there's a new one. It's not. It's not got milk. Uh, ooh, I forget what it's called. There was called. beef. It's what's for dinner. Yeah. Chicken. The. Uh, yeah, you would. The other white meat or the chicken? No, that's pork. Pork. pork the other, other white meat. White meat. Um, you notice there's no such campaign for for broccoli. No one's like, oh, what's for dinner? Broccoli. Yeah, it's insane. So those generic commercials that are not tied to a business are funded by your tax dollars and our government. government. Not to get so conspiracy-ish, but it's fucked up. It's not conspiracy. I mean, it's 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 facts. We're not we're not making assumptions here. We're talking about facts. The government takes money from the beef industry, the pork industry, cattle industry, um, the dairy industry, and then tells us um, these are good things to eat. Um, beef, it's what's for dinner. I mean, that was a pretty popular yeah. campaign. And the milk mustache, too. Uh, okay. So, anyways, I am obsessed with the environmental aspects of what um, farming does to America. Well, cattle farming and chickens and yeah, dairy. and um, Yeah, we're going to talk a lot about that. But, I mean, it's I what, me being a new vegan, those are the things that drove me to this. The health... And environment. Um, but in reality, most old school OVs, original OVs. vegans, OVs in the house. We got like one a, right here. sounds like a gynecological uh, term. OVBYN. Well, our resident OV, Lisa here, our original vegan, is where most people come from. Well, I'm going to explain the compassionate animal side. Yes. And it's not a, it's not a long story, it's a very short story. When there's money to be made and there's animals uh, used in that, there's exploitation that animals not treated kindly. Regardless if you think that you're buying your food from this nice farm down the street, um, the, the odds are those animals are not being treated kindly. So, when you get breast milk from a cow, it's because the cow had recently given birth and um, is lactating. There, you don't. No cow continues to produce cow milk um, when they're not recently pregnant. I'll be honest; I never even considered the fact that no one does cow milk came from a pregnant cow. It's just right. like, oh, cows just have udders full of milk. Yes. All of them. That's it's, that's the, and we just the general concept. Yes, but that's not true. It's because <laughs> they just gave birth. Um, coming from, so I'm a, I'm a new mom. I've got a, a three month old and I'm breastfeeding and, um, not just the breastfeeding aspect of it, but when you have a child, there's clearly a, 
a very strong connection to this child, whether it be from a human um, or another species. And this is just, you know, on a compassionate level, is that when I see a, a pregnant anything, um, a cow, a horse, uh, a, you know, a fucking donkey, a cat, I don't know what else I see that's pregnant, dogs, spiders, spiders, sure, whatever, um, there's a sense of, like, compassion that that, that female whatever is pregnant is going to give birth because life only, only works and only happens and only reproduces if that species has this compassion towards their offspring. Um, sharks are the only species I know that gives birth and says, like, fuck you, child. Get the hell out of I here. I think the child's more like, peace out, mom. Yeah, it swims, swims away. away. Apparently that's what sharks do. Like, uh, like, yeah, like a, guy, yeah, like a shark gives birth and the child swims away. Everything else is catered and coddled and taken care of by I'd their have mom. way more kids if that was the way If the shark just, just, it just was like, peace the, out. The Bob just walked away. No! Peace is dead. No, we love him and we want him around. So whether, you know, like um, human babies are obviously very precious, but if you could just take an ounce of that compassion you have for human babies and, and put it into cows and realize that the moment a cow has her baby... The cow, literally within an hour, is taken from that mom cow, and that baby cow is turned into veal, um, or it's shipped off if it's a female to be, un, you know, just another breeding cow that produces milk, or it's killed, you know, like I said, veal within a couple months. Don't That's they, just fucked up. Do they keep them pregnant without them having babies? That's not. That's not how that works. <laughs> no, they they artificially they artificially inseminate them. There's a job out there. Someone sticks their hand. They put on like a hand size, um, like condom, and they stick like bull blood or not bull blood, bull semen, and they shove it up the cow's vagina, and they like you know like. Digitally mm. penetrates. Oh, literally. <laughs> um, they they get the cow pregnant, the female, and then she's pregnant. She gives birth, then she lactates, and then they take the baby away. And I then, was, so what? if Bob's only a few months old, but if he continued to feed off you, you would continue to produce milk for. A long time, right? Yes. So they get these um, cows. No, no, like, so, they, so that's actually, that was funny. That's actually my next point is that um, they've been forcing cows to produce milk for longer than is natural. And they've been forcing cows to get more pregnant for longer than it, for more than it uh, would naturally happen. So actually, um, that is having an effect on the hormones in cows, not to get so specific, but... Getting pregnant too many times and feeding too many times has effect on your hormone level, which transfers into the milk, and therefore milk is highly hormonal. Yes, I've heard that. More than um, what it normally would be, which is not good for you. But my point, and you know, it's a point that some people may get or some people may not get, is that as a mother, um, whether it be I'm a human or if it's a cow or whoever. To see a mom of any species get their young torn away from them uh, the moment they're born and then to be forced to 
to continue to have children or, you know, to continue to have offspring and they're continually forced away from you. That's heartbreaking. And, and like, cows aren't, you know, I, I would hate to say, like, animals are stupid, but on the scale of stupid to <laughs> smart, cows are not that stupid. They're best friends, right? They do have best friends. <laughs> they're my favorite animal. Um, but no, I'm just saying that, like, on that spectrum, they're not, like, the dumbest thing. And they they know what's happening. They know that their babies are being torn away from them. And that's, that's heartbreaking. That's awful. That's not cool. You should have some empathy um, for this species. That they, They're not around just to give us some fucking milk so we can have some ice cream. Like, that's not their purpose. That's not our purpose. That's no one's purpose. Yeah. And that's that, just messed up. Like I said earlier, if you think of it as just cows make milk and they take the milk like i think most people even intelligent americans think that story that yeah you're just dealing with impregnated cows that are are, forced to be impregnant and they're mostly stuck indoors i guess today um you know the the demand for milk and dairy is so high that they have to you know maximize each cow to the fullest so they're just pretty much trapped indoors now. Oh, like you used to, you used to drive through the countryside and see fields of cows, but now and you do still see that. So I think that's where people get confused because they're like, "Oh, look, those cows look happy." Uh, whatever farm you're seeing in <laughs> the beautiful New England setting is not the typical farm. You know, those are family farms that might produce the tiniest bit that might be local, and, and yeah, you know what those. Those cows might not be uh, mistreated and that might be the same practices that were abused 50 years ago. But at the same time, it's still exploitation on some Yeah, the stuff that's showing up in your, uh, what's the hot new yogurt for the past few years? Greek yogurt. Greek yogurt. So those cows aren't being loved. Um, I think the yogurt industry kind of revitalized the dairy Um, when it came to health and working yeah. out, the Greek yogurt, packed with protein. Yeah, if you're pa- whatever, if you're buying yogurt and or uh, milk, and it's like you know, like a dollar fifty a gallon. That's like five cows gave their life for that <laughs> fucking gallon of milk that cost you a dollar fifty. Like that's insane. Yeah, it's cheaper than gasoline. Yeah, it's fucked up. Um, so that's it- my whole spiel is that. Cows aren't treated well. They should not be used. And don't even start with me of like, well, if we didn't use cows, like, they wouldn't even be alive. That's ridiculous. I, again, like, with the plants argument, I don't have a response to that. <laughs> Stupid. Well, you know, we haven't talked about what happens in the, uh, you know, the slaughterhouses from the beef industry, but um, that's, that's different. I mean, with the cow thing, they're keeping them alive. To, to pump them. as much out of them as possible. And then, ooh, what about like... Antibiotics? Pus? Yeah. I don't we talked about pus. There's pus in your milk. And what what's coming into these? What was that weird boob thing that happens? Mastitis. So when... Um, if anybody out there is breastfeeding, you know what mastitis is. It's when uh, one of your milk ducts gets hardened or infected and it's uh it can be very small it can be very large and cause you like immense pain um it's it's horrible it's super painful and cows get this on the regular so i'm you can look if a woman gets it uh the the way to get rid of it is you have to go to milk you've got to like nurse a ton or you can pump you gotta like pump it out 
but they don't do that to cows. Uh, usually cows um, just suffer with this, and, and it leads to a lot of infections. And, like, I don't, I don't want to be quoted, but there's a good percentage of cows that have this at all times, and a lot of them die from it because they get infections from this. And because they get infections from this, they are pumped full of antibiotics, and those antibiotics are then transformed into your milk, which if you don't understand what antibiotics do, the more antibiotics we have, the less they work on us. And there's theories out there that say that within, you know, the decade or so that we will all be super immune to antibiotics because not just the antibiotics we take when we go to the doctor and get prescribed, but from all the, uh, you know, how we get it like, indirectly. This is uh, an article from the Business Insider. Um, the next time you eat at a fancy restaurant, consider where the high-quality organic cut of beef came from. It might actually be an old dairy cow. Um, it's rough being a dairy cow at a factory farm. You have a nearly 50-50 chance of getting an udder infection. Mastitis. Yes, because conditions are so unsanitary. Your horns are removed and you have no personal space. They clip their tails, too, without any um, painkillers. They just cut, they just fucking cut their tails off. Because you mean your ear just getting cut off? How do you slap the flies if you don't have that's a tail? That's what they, that's why they have, literally, that's why they have a tail. And to slap flies? Yes. Oh. No, I looked it up. That's it works. literally that's honestly why they have tails and they cut it off because they uh, the dairy thing thinks it's like unsanitary. But I don't understand. Shouldn't you not want flies next to your fucking asshole? Yeah. And these cows also because they're not out in grass, their diet is corn, soy, and animal byproducts. So they're Let's start talking. <laughs> they're not eating grass. Um, they're eating you know, I mean, that's, they're it's not efficient. Grass. They or can't. No, they're eating corn. Yeah. Corn is not a cow's, we're going to have to stop this. I'm going to keep going. But corn is not a, a cow's natural diet. And that's why cows produce more CO2 emissions than cars and anything put together. Because the methane caused from a cow, uh, it's like they're constantly having like, um, like stomach issues. Like they're, they're not able to digest um, the corn, and therefore it turns into more methane. Yeah. So that's a whole nother spiel, which is environmental. Yeah. We're talking about compassion right now. <laughs> I can tell you I have some for cows. Oh, I know. I've seen you cry at a cow. Oh, sorry. Uh, but, yeah, so the dairy industry is not... I mean, there are some companies that try to say that they're doing their best to be compassionate, but when you keep a cow pregnant... When you're pregnant, making money off of a cow, yeah. you're not compassionate. Yeah, there's a, there's a profit that has to be made. There's investors for these major corporations, and they have to do their best um, to maintain that profit. And then that's where cheese came in, because you, know, you have to somehow maximize every bit of this. Apparently, after they make the milk... Or sorry, the cheese from the milk, what's left over is this... Uh, like. This whey product, and then guess what? Whey protein. We have a great idea. We'll make this protein powder and tell people who work out that this will make them strong and their muscles big. And I bought into that. I've consumed plenty of whey protein in my life. Um, but that literally came about because it was just leftover shit left that over. they didn't know what to do with. And they came up with some spiel or some shtick that we bought into, and we still do. Yeah. Um, and yeah. If, if I do say so, my two cents... Uh, there's like, one thing you should pick up is that we all know what healthy food is. It's not a mystery. It's not a gimmick. 
It's not whey protein. It's not, oh, eat shakes or meal replacement bars and you'll be healthy. When you go to the fucking grocery store and you see what's green and fresh and fruits and vegetables, that's what's going to make you healthy. Uh, processed food is not. Whey protein is not. Processed cheese is not. You know, that's, that's all gimmicks. The closer it was from coming out of the ground is going to make you healthy. Yeah, this is an, a fairly new phenomenon that people are, I and mean, we have a culture of, you know, the American diet, and it's it's very, it's cultural. It's, it's something that our parents, even our grandparents, grew up eating this new exciting food from McDonald's or easy access food from the grocery store. But I think we're finally starting to see that it has... Adverse effects? Yes, on your health in particular. Um, And I think people are coming... um, Did you know that the average life is to 72? Yes, but I know that it... It's fucking insane. I think I said it on the first podcast. It's the first time that it's kind of stalled. Gone down. Yeah. I'm planning on living to like uh, 103. Oh, easily. No, more than that. Um, And that's not that unheard of. There are cultures where that's incredibly normal to live past 100. Um, and live past it well, too. That's the other thing. It's one thing to live old, be but... I the shit out of all my children. Oh, yeah. Until I'm, like, way old. That's fine. Yeah, you're going to have to live super long because you're, like, way older than me. I'm not at all. He's, but... like, he's like a ten-year difference. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, I plan on living for a long time. And um, I know that the American diet is the reason that America spends twice as much... As the number two country on healthcare, um, we double the countries that are right behind us, and we have faster um, obesity rates. We have a childhood obesity issue. We have a heart disease issue. We have a cancer issue. Um, our country is is dying um, younger and younger, which is a shame. Yep. Um, but these are the kind of things that we can think about. And going back to the dairy, I guess you know to wrap it up, I think. It's important to remember that you don't have to walk out tomorrow and never eat dairy again. No. Um, try some stuff. I know a lot of people who eat pizza all the time, but they have switched to soy milk because it has less sugar in it and more protein. Um, or they switch to almond milk because it has or less just, sugar and more protein. Just, um, maybe not eating so much cheese. Yeah, that's that's take where a, this, this all started from. But um, I'm embarrassed to say that I've bought into a lot of these things that have been pushed into my brain as normal. And... To dig deeper and to see that a lot of that had to do with money and government and these industries um, convincing me that milk and cheese was something I should have. It's it's almost embarrassing to know that um, I was raised and convinced that this was this kind of stuff I needed. And um, it's an, it's something you should check out if you have any doubts because I still have people come up to me and say the calcium, the osteoporosis, the strong bones, and they're yeah. pretty much re- – they're telling me a milk commercial, um, and, and that's it's a great... Listen, man, I was pregnant, gave birth to a child. My child is a chunk. He's healthy as a horse. He's almost four months old. No problems whatsoever. I'm healthy as a horse. My husband, since I've switched him to this diet, is healthy as a horse. The proof is in the pudding. We are healthy. We are happy. We feel fucking amazing. Oh, yeah. I forgot to talk about that. The proof is in the pudding. Oh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've suffered from a little bit of constipation throughout my life. <laughs> <laughs> so have some people in my family. But uh, 
IBS is, I mean, we don't need to get too descriptive here. I bet IBS is on you like shit all the time. Yeah, irritable bowel syndrome can be can be anything. I don't think, I no, I, I didn't suffer from IBS. I suffered from mm. constipation. No, um, just constipation. So I would take like Metamucil or the fiber powder or, oh man, just try to drink so much water that I can't even walk around. What else did I try? Um, eat, you know, probiotics. raisin bran every morning, probiotics, prebiotics, which I still take a probiotic and I think that helps. But um, when I switched to vegan, that's kind of what kept me. I think we talked earlier how I said I was only going to do this for a week or two. Yeah. And after, after like, a week or two, I was, I was, I was going number two once a day, which was pretty that's new regular. for me. Um, but I've once also heard. Once a day is regular for you. Yeah. That's. I'm, I'm happy about that. Why is that insane, Lisa? How many times do you poop? Like, I'm just for kidding. sure once. You've never pooped. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I've heard it goes the other way, too. People who have had kind of IBS, um, more of an er- erratic digestive system. Why would um, that be? Because we're not meant to eat those foods. Yeah, because we're all lactose intolerant. And your body will react that way. We joked before about um, our eight-year-old son crying on the toilet but that was actually it's not a joke not a joke it's and actually I happens terrible. i feel terrible that he is living in a world where he only wants to eat certain foods knowing full well he knows he knows when he's eating these foods that it's going to cause him to his stomach hurts like i w- it's mind-boggling to me that to do something that you know is going to physically hurt your body <laughs> like that sucks Batman people do it all the time. I had a few too many beers last night. I knew I was going to pay for it this morning. Um, but the dairy thing is, it's a lifestyle. It's not yeah. It's not something that an, an eight-year-old boy wakes up and makes a decision whether or not he's going to eat dairy. It's, Wait, he's consumed with it. He's it's shoved his in his choice. face every day. Right, when he's at school, that's, that's what you get. That's it. Yeah, so hopefully we're moving away from that and... Um, you know, we're excited about this. I'm excited about this. I, I think this is, you know, this is the future. This is a moving movement. Americans are going to get healthier. The country is going to get cleaner. Um, we're all going to feel better. Healthcare is going to cost less. Okay. Uh, <laughs> this, is, this is the world we're heading towards, and I, I hope that we can all be part of it. And I, don't, I don't think any of that's true. I think that people need to... Uh, take accountability for themselves and this is the way you do it by what you eat yes and if you agree or disagree with anything we say i just challenge you to look it up um find a healthy way of living contact us let's argue let's do it oh yeah we'd love to argue yeah um come on our show but we're gonna wrap this up we only have a couple minutes left um Lisa just filmed a couple videos on how to cook. Yep. Um, we had a vegan veggie stack and then my favorite kale salad. So fucking dank. I cannot express to you. It's how not it. just kale with some dressing on it. It's amazing. Um, it it's was. A great way to eat some kale. I filmed her doing it, so um, I don't think I need her anymore because I know how to do it. Um, it's, yeah, right. Just kidding. <laughs> it's that good, though. It's It's amazing. Um, we had just got home from dinner and I'm, I'm still eating it. Um, check that out. Everything Lisa beats your meat. It's on YouTube. That's where you're going to find. There's a website. Um, there's a blog, but the videos of her, Lisa cooking things will be on YouTube. Um, you if can you put a face to this, 
to the to the voice to this angelic voice. Um, But if you like any of this stuff, um, please subscribe to it. If it's iTunes, just click that follow subscribe button. If it's um, Instagram, follow Lisa Beecher Meet. If it's YouTube, follow the channel. Um, We just want to to know that people like and want to hear our stuff. If you don't, comment on it. Tell us what's up. We'll talk about it. Um, This is definitely something that's debatable and discussable and um, discussable. Is that a word? Discussable. Discussable. That sounds like disgusting. We should discuss that. Discussable. All right. We got to wrap it up. All right. This is good. Yeah. Uh, Dairy part two is over. Next episode, conspiracy. Conspiracy. I think we we should have a why aren't you vegan soon. We have some friends that we want to... uh, Right. Have them talk about why aren't you vegan? Next but, up, like, why aren't you vegan? We'll see. Check but, out YouTube. Kale salad.